Welcome back to Fig Talk, everybody. First off, let me start off by thanking everyone that's continued to listen to my content and support me through my podcast. Um, I also uh, want to thank the people that have supported me through my other social media platforms. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, the channel is called Figs Fam. Uh, my Instagram handle is figs underscore fam. Uh, and my Facebook page is figs fam. And that's figs, F-I-G-S, fam, F-A-M. So I want to start by just kind of restating, um, like reinstating, I should say, that I'm back uh, and I'm in full effect. Um, I guess I don't know if that's exactly how it's said. Whatever. Like I said, like I normally say in my other podcasts, I don't I don't really like, you know, write things down or anything like that. I take some notes and everything here and there, but when I record and when I'm doing like any type of video, I really like improv. I really love just kind of going off the cuff. It's just who I am and I'm not going to change who I am for anyone out there. Uh, so, I mean, you know, if you want to comment on any of my platforms, like me, you know, you should do this, you should do that. That's great. Go ahead. I really do appreciate the support the love. I'll take it. Um, so yeah, like I said, I wanted to, uh, just uh, reinstate my, my podcast and my all the other platforms and say I'm back, you know, and, and I'm, I'm ready to kind of uh, move forward with this and continue my story. So what happened to me, man? Like uh, I disappeared for about four and a half months, five months now. Um, let's see. So it started all started with a haircut. I uh, went in to get my haircut at um, my father-in-law's barbershop and uh, he started to cut my hair and we noticed that I was losing, I was losing a little bit of hair. Uh, let's see the, the size of the initial hair loss was probably about the size of the nail on my thumb. Um, you know, for those of you, I guess that have like, you know, we all have different sized hands. So I guess that was a terrible comparison. Um, I would say probably about the size of a quarter. Uh, and, uh, he expressed his concern and basically mentioned to me that I had alopecia and was like, this is, this could possibly get way worse. Like, are you okay? Like, what are you dealing with? Like, are you stressed? Like, you know, obviously in my mind, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm stressed. Like I have to raise two kids on my own, um, work a 40 plus hour job. And in the meantime, try to get these kids to, uh, my mother or my grandmother or my father-in-law before x time and get to work on time like yeah i mean it's hectic it's a hectic life all with also juggling two dogs at home you know because i did i do have my two boxers that i uh, still have and i love them and i won't i won't give them up um so yeah you could say i put the stress on myself as well like uh, there's some things that i could get rid of and uh not have to deal with but I just don't feel like it's right to get rid of my little puppies they they help me in a very therapeutic way in my eyes um, and in my mind Uh, so that's you know I I, I push forward and stay strong for them as well so yeah so um, once I left the barbershop I really started to uh, dig into doing some research on this alopecia did had no idea what it was um, and found come to find out it is brought on by stress um, you know, all different sorts of type of stress. They listed them all. And doctors really aren't a hundred percent like on most things as far as like what it, how, why, and, and, um, how it happens. Uh, so basically what starts to happen is your hair starts to thin out and, um, you start to lose hair in certain spots. 
and what I uh, realized in all the research that I was doing and um, and just reading up on like the brain and everything, I realized that like you know right where I started to lose hair is basically where your all your uh, chemicals are dumped, like whether it be you know, like your, your uh, dopamine, the stress chemical. I, I don't really remember the names and I don't have them offhand, but you, you're more than welcome to look it up if you'd like to know. But um, just basically all the stress chemicals, where the, all the stress chemicals were being dumped is where I initially started to lose my hair. Now it did creep up to the side of my, to the right side of my head to where I had about six um, circles probably about nickel and dime size circles going up the right side of my head and it was kind of crazy how it had it had like an outline almost like what would be like a scar that you would see on on someone's head uh that got surgery but it, it obviously it didn't leave any kind of scarring or anything but it just it was just crazy because when I would comb my hair up luckily my hair was long enough to comb it down over it but when I would comb my hair up you would see it uh, and it would just, it would literally look like a connect the dot on the side of my head, like from the center of, from the back center of my head going up to the right side of my head. Uh, it was like connect the dots. And, um, you know, after doing all this research and realizing like that the main thing that was listed over and over and over on all the websites and all the videos that I looked up is, was bereavement. So it really caused me to like, to, to like, sit and ponder the fact like well uh, am I am I like have I been suppressing something like I mean because I felt happy you know and I felt like I was in a good place um I I didn't necessarily feel like I was you know um not being true to myself or being true to like my podcast and and when I share my story but um I really uh like picked up um, meditation. So, so I already prayed to begin with. Let me start here. Yeah. So I, I prayed to begin with like a lot and I already tried to practice gratitude prior to this happening. Um, the, but when I did do some research on meditation, uh, because it really made me think like something's going on in my brain. Um, I had a lot of doctors tell me that I was going to need medication and in, uh, like little implants put into the back of my head, like with other hairs off the parts of my body or something like that um I I really started to like think about like what's going on upstairs like something's going on upstairs my body's trying to tell me something I need to listen so it's why I took a step back from social it's why I took a step back from continuing to tell my story because I wanted to basically pay attention to my body my body was calling for my attention and I I didn't want to look outward for any type of help, I didn't want to like continue to look, uh, um, you know, out towards these platforms to try to find success to make myself feel better. So, when I was doing a lot of research on the meditation part of it, like and and prayer, like it may really made me realize that I needed to sit in quiet um, and in silence. Me, me personally, this is what I needed. Um, now, other people may meditate differently and. And may have a, a different routine, but my routine was basically so I I, w- I would already already take about thirty to forty minutes uh, in the morning to pray and just you know kind of go through like my uh, through gratitude and ask for things and um, you know uh, continue to thank for things like just really practicing gratitude. I was already doing this. The thing was that I realized within my routine is I was never giving it time. I was never giving my mind time to just be silent. Um, 
or I, 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 I kind of worded that incorrectly. I was never allowing my mind to flow because I wasn't being silent verbally. Like I was, I wasn't shutting my mouth. Basically, I was always saying something, praying something, uh, thanking for something. Not that that's bad. But what I came to realize when I really started to practice trying to sit in silence was that it was very difficult. It was something about the silence that like made it almost awkward uh, for me, uh, made me almost feel like I, I wasn't doing, like I wasn't being productive in my prayer time. So I proceeded to fight this feeling and let go and like within it like just kind of like okay um, I'm fine I don't need to speak I don't need to always be saying something just sit in silence and what I what what was very interesting about this whole process was like my I, I started to see my thoughts more clearly so I started to have like and they say you statistically you have anywhere between 65 to 90,000 thoughts a day so when I read that I was like holy shit that's a lot to think about and then and and I I was like that is probably true because I do have so much going through my head at one time it's it's insane especially with two kids and two dogs and then trying to like um, move forward in life and just be successful financially you know and it's like and 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 uh, I'll put a pin in that like what I just said as far as being successful financially I'll I'll come back to that um, because I do want to talk about that Um, but I need to kind of give a background on why I led up to what I led up to. Um, so in this practicing, this silence of just listening to my thoughts and allowing them to flow, I really started to realize that I had, I still had a lot of resentment, not towards Ember's death, but more so towards my life, the way I was able to live the, the, my abilities. Like I couldn't go out um, I couldn't just easily pick up, you know, my bag and go to the, to the bar or like go just hang out, you know, and I also couldn't just easily spend time with my kids. Like it was always go, 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 go. Like it, it never, it never slowed up. It was never slowing up. And I was just like, I mean, something's got to give. So in that, like when I got done, um, when I, whenever I would get done praying, like I, I, I would realize I would, I would feel lighter. Um, I, I would, I would be happier. It would be a lot more difficult for the kids to kind of push me over the edge. So like I was, I was showing a lot more patience, which I, I found just amazing. Like I was like, this is so beneficial for me and the kids as far as relationship wise, because I was having moments there where it was like, I was, I had so much on my plate and so much on my mind that like when they would ask for something very simple and like, and obviously my daughter's three now, but, um, about five months ago, she would have been like two, two and three quarters. I don't know if you want to get real technical. She, she was almost three. Like, like she's going to ask me for things because she needs help getting them. I can't expect her to know how to get them. And I can't expect her older brother to do these things for her. So I would, I would flip. There would be times where I would just flip the switch and I would get so pissed and, and just for no reason, even at my parents, you know, when I was like talking to them, I was very edgy. Like, and, and I started to realize that as I was practicing this more and more, it was be, it would, it was becoming a lot easier to deal with my day because 
the days didn't get easier as far as the circumstances go. Um, everything kind of stayed the same. But I was the one that was starting to truly evolve internally, which is what was very gratifying. And like I started to really like hone in on the fact that like I needed to be grateful for just having hair. Like and and what was crazy that I I, I took a second and I and I know this this is gonna sound like out of this world and some of you may understand what I'm saying and may not and I may do another podcast like kind of going into detail what I learned about the brain but like uh, in scripture it talks about like it, it states you know give thanks for things that are, are are to come like the things like you know give thanks in a sense that you already have so I I started to thank him and I say him like you know the father like God, you know, Jesus, universe, whatever you may call it. I call it God. You know, it's like I was praying to God and I, I like would start to like thank for thank him for restoring my hair. Like uh, and, and it was crazy because it was getting worse. But I would as far as like the 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 hair goes, the the, the, the physical, it was getting worse. It appeared worse. Um, because I started, the, the hole started to get a, a much bigger. It probably got to the size of like, um, I wouldn't even know what to compare it. Like two, two, like half size Kennedy dollars, like half dollars or whatever, like two of those side by side, like, but I continue to give thanks. I continue to, um, like just pray and within my prayer, have the silence and then end it uh, kind of giving thanks, like giving thanks for all of my thoughts, giving thanks for showing me uh, who I am, showing me who I was becoming. Um, and and I'm not just going to say that it was just prayer that fixed it, because I think there's in today's society, there's there's like a, a, a miss a little gap there. Like I had to take action. So what did I do? What, what was it that I was taking action with? So I looked into my diet. Because I look back in the timeline, I had realized that like about a month prior to this starting, I had literally eaten canned tuna, canned tuna for about 17 to 20 days straight. Like that was my meal for the day. Like I didn't have anything else. It was, well, it was that and a pack of like club crackers, which comes with like eight or nine crackers. I, I, I really don't know how many come in the little pack, but like... And I really like that's what made me really look take a look at my diet because I look back and I was like, holy shit, like I, I literally been eating canned tuna like that. Just in saying that, like it, it makes me want to vomit my mouth because like I just like it's it's just canned tuna is great. Like it's amazing. It's a good snack and everything. But like the idea of me eating it so consecutively throughout the day, like like sometimes I wouldn't even eat at my mom's when she would make dinner, like because I like, quote unquote, was trying to lose weight. Um, But. I, I, when I when I realized this, I was like, yeah, I need to change that up. So, like, how do I change it up? So, I immediately started to think about doing meal plans. But then I was like, nah, I was like, I got to do something different. I was like, and I really thought about, like, um, Ember and, like, you know, the cancer that she dealt with and the situation and all the research that my mother-in-law and I did when it came to food intake. So, then I, I told myself, I was like, you know what, let me just add greens to my diet but like actually eat real food 
you know, um, and fast as well, but like truly fast, you know, and it's like, um, no, I should, I, I take that back. No, because like truly fasting, I guess is like where you just don't eat nothing and you, for like an, a set number of days and you go, but like, I guess what I was doing was more intermittent fasting because in between meals, I was just drinking water. I was, and like, and they say technically you're not even supposed to drink water when you're doing like a fast, a real fast, like, uh, but my intermittent fasting, and I could be wrong for those of you listening, I could be completely wrong when it comes to that. But like this, this is what I did and this is what worked for me. So I was, I basically, um, would eat a meal and then like wait eight hours and eat another meal. And within those meals, um, I w- I would make sure that it was heavily charged with greens, uh, any type of greens. And then in this process, I actually found out that like, um, squash and zucchini are not for me, not even, not, not, as, not even like on a, on a, on a level of as far as like how they taste and like what, like their texture. It's just, they would make me feel like how you feel like after you eat a big bowl of pasta, really odd. But like when I would eat spinach, kale, broccoli, um, let's see, like edamame or like any type of peas, um, like just any green, like superfood, I guess you could say, like I, I, I would, I would feel lighter on my feet. I would have way more energy throughout the day. And, um, I, I was like noticing the difference, like in my body. Um, uh, now since then, I'm not going to lie. I have added a little bit of processed foods back into my diet because let's just be honest. Like sometimes you just got to indulge in some good shit, <laughs> but like, um, it, just going back to it, like, and what was crazy is like I, I came across this uh, superfood called moringa, and um, like my uh, father-in-law's girlfriend uh, had a tea that she had purchased. I forget where she said she had purchased it. So I started drinking the tea, and it was good. It was great. But then I was like, you know, I gotta really supercharge this. Like I was like, I wanna. How can I really supercharge this? So like. Um, I did look up to see if I could get like actual moringa and like add it into my diet, like either through a juice or something. But it, the easiest way to do it would be was to, from what I, the research I did was to get it in powder form. But you have to look for the label, I guess the USDA label to make sure it's authentic and real. Um, who knows? They could be lying about that too anyway though. But, but anyway, so like I started to um, take in like one tablespoon of this powder in a smoothie that I would make every morning. I'm not going to lie. That shit was disgusting. However, I kept telling myself prior to drinking it, like my body needs this. Like my body wants this. And it, the crazy thing is, it's like, I would start to salivate, sal- salivate, sal- water at the mouth. I'm not even going to try to say that right now. My, I'm like on one of those, um, moments where like when you try to say a word it just doesn't come out so my 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 mouth started to water like when I would make this but the smell of it was like like I could not no but I but my body was like craving it so I would take it in and like drink the smoothie and actually at one point the smoothie became the the meal for that part of the day then eight hours later I would have another meal but I would make sure that there was nutrition in the meal like that was the thing that I realized about fasting because when I was doing the tuna I literally thought, I was like, oh, I'm fasting. I'm only eating tuna once a day. It's like, I'll be okay. No, not at all. 
like there was there's no nutrition in that whatsoever it's and it's like uh, possibly i don't know the facts behind this but it's possibly way too much mercury for uh, one individual in that that time period <laughs> um like yeah so i uh, um i really like just like started to add the nutrition and then when I focused on that part of it I realized like one I felt better I had more energy and the hair started to come back like it, it first came out like white hairs and I look like something like out of tales from the crypt like and, and like I said I do have a YouTube channel and there is a video in the YouTube channel where I talk about it like it's the thumbnail that says WTF like and you'll see the pictures on there and, I, and it's a short clip but I mean, um, if you want, go check it out. If you want to see like a visual of like what exactly was happening. Um, but yeah, I, I did nothing else. I I didn't go see any doctors. I didn't like do any type of like medication, nothing. I literally just prayed really hard and had a lot of faith in the fact that God was going to make this better. Um, oh, and really quick side note when I was um, learning more about myself through prayer, I realized I changed it up because I used to pray kind of like in a sense, like I was praying out to God, like, you know, kind of like calling out to God, like dear Lord. And like, in a way, kind of like praying out. And like, I started to really pray in because like I really like, it was crazy because like these things were coming to my mind during my silent period in my prayer where like I, I, I kept hearing and I kept seeing like the scripture where it says you know um uh and I don't I'm paraphrasing and I might butcher it right now because like off the top of my head it's not really coming to me for some odd reason (laughs) but um like you know he basically we carry the kingdom within um so and then like the father is in you and you are in the father so like that is that little scripture is always like confusing to some but like it really started to like I really started to understand it because I was like, you're within me and I'm carrying the kingdom within. Let me pray in, like inward, like, and look for you in me. So like, I really started to like hone in on it and my prayer became more um, authentic and I felt like it was deeper. Um, And this was just for me. It wasn't like I I, I would pray for other people like out loud and, and, you know, in public or pray at the dinner table. Like this was a different type of prayer. And like I would have like at first I was doing no music in the background, like any type of like serene music. But like then I slowly started to add uh, some music because I noticed it helped me keep the thoughts in line. So like instead of them just coming at me all at once like uh, like they were linear like I could see one then the next one would come and then the next one would come and then the next one would come so yeah like I mean I 100% advocate that prayer works meditation works whatever you want to call it and whoever you pray to like I said I pray to God there's a guy out there named Alan Watts that literally states like you can't get wet by the word water so I feel the same way about the word God like we I am a Christian and I do follow Christ however I do not know no 110% factually who God is however I do know and understand that there is a higher entity higher power something that is that is far beyond my understanding out there 
and maybe not even out there. Like I just said, it's like, see, we always we're conditioned to think it's out there. It's crazy because I, ju- I literally just got done telling you that it was in, but like my mind just thought out. So, and, and forgive me for that, but like, yeah, it's just, there's something within us that we all carry and we're all connected in some weird way that I honestly don't think we'll ever understand until the day we die. Um, or the day we have a near-death experience because there's been a lot of people out there. I've, I have read a lot of stories where people have like, where they're dead and they're brought back to life and they talk about this amazing, angelic, majestic experience. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I'm 100% advocating that if you are dealing with anything um, that is beyond your control, hone in on you, inside you, and really have faith believe that whatever it is you will overcome it and it will pass um i know it's that must be really hard to hear especially if you're going through something very very traumatic um like i I can i can think back like when my wife was uh, uh, in the hospital in icu if had i heard myself tell me this i probably would be like yeah i don't know you know it's it's really difficult to see the light when you're in the dark but like the light is within we carry it so when you're in the dark and you're walking through the dark don't look out don't look to the end of the tunnel as we always say look in you have the light within and you'll be able to see through the dark with him and also as it's always stated i mean you cannot expect anything to happen without action so yes pray meditate and then my diet my diet was the action that i took i I literally took action with the diet and really started to um like practice it because like it's very hard i realized that too about myself like consistency is something that i've always struggled with i have always struggled with it but like i I just in that it was like i learned so much about myself anyway i don't want to um you know, keep ranting on and off. Again, I just want to thank anybody that is still listening. I really appreciate the support. Um, I'll be uploading more content um, here shortly. I'm going to try to keep it very consistent. It's something that I'm really trying to practice and hone in on. Uh, I mean, it's difficult, you know, when when you're dealing with a hectic life. But at the same time, I truly enjoy it. Uh, I really I'm not trying to impact the mass. I really am not. Uh, But I'm sure there's going to be one person, one individual that I will impact Uh, and I'm sure of it like God is working through me and somebody is going to hear this and just be like I needed that today and maybe that was the one little match they needed to get their fire going well anyway like I said thank you so much much love and until next time